Your brain might just help you learn something in more ways than one. Welcome to Dr. Gary Bell's Absurd Psychology. Dr. Bell is a licensed marriage and family therapist. He'll be your guide on this crazy exploration designed to bring life back into our existence. Can you become the element of change in an ever-changing world? Possibly, but you've got to listen on to find out. Now, here is the host of Absurd Psychology, Dr. Gary Bell. Welcome, everybody. All right, we're talking about what we attract. Well, you know, we've all heard about the law of attraction. It's one of those popular self-growth methods used for personal, even professional growth sometimes. I mean, the law of attraction is based on the common saying, you attract what you are. Before beginning, how many of us believe that that's true, that we attract what we are? We have to wonder that. I think most of us will say yes, but they they also believe in becoming the better version of themselves so that they can attract what they want in life. And the best part of this common saying is that it can apply anywhere for good or bad. And so you can apply this with your friends, your partners, your experiences, your career, a whole lot more. So attraction is not just who you attract as your partner in life or in your long-term relationship. It's really what you attract personally. And it's much broader than that. And it's, it's, um, it's an affirmation of who we are to reflect on our past and our future and where we are today. And not only can this be counted as our self-fulfilling prophecy that stops us from thinking negatively, questioning our abilities. In return, affirmation fills our emotional needs. And so what's really important to understand is when you're the smartest person in a room, go to a room where people are smarter than you. When you're the most emotionally stable person in the room, go to the room where people are more stable than you are. And what you're going to find is you're going to attract more of what you need in life. We need to gravitate towards people that are balanced, the people that offer us some good in our life. That's a very important component of living is that we surround us ourselves with people that help us improve who we are, what we are, and how we function. And it's a fact that when we want something, we start manifesting it and focusing on it. We try not to let our thoughts get away from us because we start wanting the one thing too desirably. And this results by being hyper-focused or fixated. So we start obsessing about it. And when we're not able to get things done, it starts making us depressed or anxious. Because obviously when we commit to going places and doing things, we have what are called expectations. Or I deserve, or I'm entitled to. And when we have those type of attitudes in life, we're going to find ourselves in a lot of conflict. If you can imagine going up to God and saying, hey, I'm entitled to go to heaven. I expect to go to, what do you think is going to happen? I mean, the bottom line is we, we, we can't always get what we want. And we have to understand that all we can really do is influence. And so the law of attraction has everything to do with what we want to influence and what we want to bring into our life. It's a personal growth. And you're likely to get positive thoughts throughout the day that you're likely to get obsessed with only good things. So if you obsess on good things, if you obsess on good friends, if you obsess on having good partners, you're going to find yourself in a much happier place. You attract what you are highly works when we start believing that we 
deserve to be happy, that we deserve to be good people. We can understand this from the meaning itself. You attract what you are. But this means that we believe in something and we are hoping to get it. And hoping is the real word, not deserving. Hoping, having faith that if we keep putting out the good stuff, we're going to get good back. You know, according to a lot of psychologists, people who believe in the law of attraction have a genuine and strong sense of self-confidence. And that's not cocky. That's confident. I just, I know I'm a good person. I know I have a lot to offer. There's nothing wrong with that. That's a good thing. And we need to think in that way. There, I also know there's lots of areas I need to improve. That's also being humble. And that's also being confident. You know, if you are confident, you're going to seek what you desire, which is other people that are confident. But unfortunately, there's a lot of people in this world who want to fix people. They want to attract people that they can fix. That's not a position to be in because that means you're going to avoid yourself and your own problems. If you're going to attract yourself to people that you want to fix, you're going to find yourself leveling down to their life rather than them leveling up to your life. You know, if you think undesirably, you're not only likely to get what you want, your attraction power must uh, must be strong because people gravitate to negative. And if you're going to be dramatic and negative, you're going to surround yourself with dramatic and negative. And we all have this somewhere in our life that good things will happen eventually or things will fall in the right order. You know, have you ever crossed someone who is awful and toxic but still achieves things, all the good things happening to them regardless of the fact that they don't deserve it? You know, it might be happening with them because they are self-determined and confident enough. And so the law of attraction says that when we want something, it automatically starts setting in the order. The more confident we are, the more likely we are to get the outcome that we're seeking. And that's just the truth. You know, people who are successful believe in thriving through their beliefs and confidence. Awful person, an awful person, you know, you might want to channel your inner confidence through you attract what you are philosophy, you know. After the law of attraction, the law of karma, which is a kind of a, an eclectic viewpoint, it's definitely not a spiritual from a, a Christian uh, viewpoint, but the law of karma comes into act because it states that what you put out into the universe will come back to you. And karma might look like a passive approach, but karma works by waiting patiently and doing acts that are valuable to you. So the law of karma is not about manifesting, but on focusing on what keeps you going as a human. It's kind of like this. If you're going to go out and date, what you want to do is you want to go on a date. If you're going to go on a date with somebody you don't even know and you ask them out, ask them to go do something that you enjoy doing and see if they have pleasure in what you enjoy doing. And what will be interesting is they get to see you at your best and you get to see them adjusting and seeing if they can adapt to your life. And what happens is you enjoy the date even if the date doesn't work out, at least you got something good out of it. That's the law of attraction is showing your cards, showing people what you're good at, showing people what you love, showing people what you're passionate about. That is imperative. It's important. Not everybody's going to match up with that, but that is how we put things out there in order to attract what we want back. You know, if you're going to be a pot smoker and you're going to sit around and smoke pot all day, you're probably going to sit around with a bunch of potheads and that's all you're going to get. And yes, they all get depressed and slow and they don't have much uh, motivation uh, simply because they enjoy smoking pot. If that's what you want to attract, that's what you'll get, you know, um, 
If you want a promotion, start putting effort to seeking a promotion. Start becoming a better version of yourself professionally so that you work hard and can be seen and appreciated. You know, the power of your will, your will is your soul, your essence. That is what drives us. If you have a good will, if you have a strong will, use it. Use it always to push you forward to attract the things that you want to attract in your life. If that's in a promotion, make yourself set for that promotion, but don't have the expectation you're going to get it. Do it for the joy of learning how to get promoted, learning the process, and then just keep working it. That's the way life goes. We cannot just give up when things don't go our way. We have to have the resiliency to get through life. And that means the failures, the lessons, they're all learned. So we all have blessings in our life and then we all have lessons in our life. And the lessons could be toxic people, toxic jobs, toxic situations, but we can turn toxic into blessings if we find a way to uh, to be able to influence people around us. You know, another, in order to seek something you attract, you know, completely remove self-doubt from your life and start bringing your confidence out so that wholeheartedly you can believe that you are going to get what you want to get. And those techniques have always helped people to achieve their dreams and goals. And that's called positive psychology. You know, there's a famous saying that you're, you're the sum of the five people you spend the most time with. You know, good or bad, the people that you attract are showing you something you hold within yourself. That's right. That's why people say, I don't understand. This person keeps blaming me for things that they're doing. Well, that's because people project on other people things that they have in common with those people that they hate about themselves. You know, it, it's, uh, it can be challenging to recognize the negative traits in yourself, but leading to resentment for specific people you attract in your life. Oftentimes, the things that we hate about others are the very things that we hate about ourselves. It's kind of like people that accuse people of having an affair are probably the ones that are having an affair. It's just amazing that uh, we have to be very careful to listen to how and what people say to us, because oftentimes they're really talking about themselves, not us. They're just recognizing something in us that they have within themselves. You know, according to ancient cultures such as Egyptian culture, ancient Hawaiian cultures, there's there's about 12 universal laws that are designed to help you understand life so you can make the most of it. And, and uh, you know, the law of attraction is one of them. And in its simplest form, that law states that you receive the same energy that you put out into the universe. You know, it, some people also refer to the law of attraction as the law of mirroring or reflection. And if you think about relationships, the best relationships you can make with people is you join them by mirroring their energy, their level of talking, their pace of speaking, their energy level that they deliver. If you can mirror that, you will find that both of you have a lot in common to work from to begin to have further dialogue and get to know each other deeper. And that is an important thing to remember. There's also inside is reflected in the people and the situations that you attract in your life. Therefore, based on that idea, everyone you meet is a mirror of you. 
They are a mirror of you. And if you are getting a lot of negative, you're probably delivering a lot of negative. And so it's really important to understand if you're also going to be a person that validates negative people and likes to listen to people whine, then you're probably going to surround your life with a bunch of whiners and you're probably going to suck the soul straight out of your body. You know, there's a, uh, people recognize more similarities to themselves and strange people. They become more attracted to them. And, and based on multiple studies of attraction, there's strong evidence to support the idea that we attract people that are similar to us. It was really interesting the other day. I was in Costco and we, I had a uh, Smithsonian Institution sweatshirt on. And a lady that was walking by had the exact same sweatshirt. And it was really funny because we both saw each other and we started laughing. And she was with her husband. I was with my wife. And we were we were talking about, oh, my gosh. Uh, Washington and she's from Washington and we had just been to Washington. So it was uh, Washington, DC. And so it was really funny uh, that we struck up a conversation just because of a stupid sweatshirt that we both had in common, but that's what we do. We seek people that have things in common with us. You know, everybody has a, a unique lens that they see the world through. And that's because as humans, we see the world based on what we know about ourselves. Uh, whether we're aware of it or not, we expect people to behave the way we do, and we set people the same standards we hold for ourselves. So we expect everybody to be like us. So it makes sense that people we attract are similar to ourselves, and it can be easy to recognize this in the in the good relationships that we hold. After all, uh, we all like to think of ourselves as good people, but it's really hard to realize that the traits we hate in other people are actually reflected in the qualities that we hate about ourselves. Now, you can't control who you meet in your life, but you have a choice of to whether you can keep them in your life. You know, if you want to bring out the worst in your partner in a marriage, then the best thing to do is just hit their negative traits that you hate about yourself and keep hitting them with the same thing that you have inside yourself and just keep snapping at that and snapping at that. And then the other one is saying, you're just as bad as I am and you're not holding yourself accountable. So we build resentments over that. And that's a crazy thing to do in this life. It's a crazy maker. And you have to understand that you have to be humble enough to look inside yourself and go, I probably have that same quality that I keep blaming my partner for, you know, and that is something that we all need to be humble enough to own. Ownership, however, in this day and age for people to actually take responsibility is a very rare thing. Hopefully we all do that in our relationships. You know, if you keep negative people who make you feel worthless or sad, it may be time to look inwards. Do you respect yourself? Do you feel worthy of love? Do you love yourself? You know, if you answered no to any of these, you might have found the reason. And that's important. You see, for better or worse, the people we attract tell us a lot about who we are. You can make a lot of self-discoveries based on the people entering your life and how they perceive you. The negative people entering your life are trying to teach you a lesson. You have areas of your life you need to heal or improve. You see, hurt people hurt people. So being open to receiving this information will help you make positive changes in your life that will bring along better people in your life. If you don't attract bad people because you're a terrible person, instead you, you, you lack the self-esteem to reject these people, leading you to keep them in your life. So that means our self-esteem means that we are going to attract, likely, if we have a low self-esteem, a lot of negative people that we're afraid to set boundaries with. 
You know, every person, if you think about it, is a learning opportunity to discover something new about yourself and your own personality. You want to actually use these people in this opportunity to show you where you may need to heal yourself and learn to improve specific behaviors or traits in these uncomfortable situations. This comes down to a lack of self-love, self-esteem for most people. So how do we change that? Well, self-love is simple. If you want to love yourself, you have to say no to things that are toxic in your life. That's self-love, having self-discipline. You know, before you can focus on changing yourself, you need to learn how to accept yourself for who you are. And what that means is we don't have an expectation for ourselves. What we have is a preference. I prefer, you know, I prefer, that's acceptance. I prefer is a beautiful thing that doesn't have a negative narrative attached to it. To accept love and respect, you need to learn how to love and respect yourself. That means you have to respect your own voice. You need to learn how to trust your own voice. You need to learn how to trust your own judgment. And you need to be able to listen to what your brain is saying and also have what's called intuition, which is the ability to read other people. When we have intuition, that's our sixth sense. That in some people in the Christian world would say that's God's voice inside of us telling us what's right and what's wrong. In this life, if we want to have a good life, we need to always do the best we can to do what is right and not what is easy. That's an important aspect. And when you have integrity, you become a much more attractive person because anytime at any place, a person can come into your company and know exactly what they're going to get from you. That's integrity. That means you value trust. And trust is the hard work in a relationship. It's not love. It's trust. And if you value trust, you're going to have incredible relationships in your life. And that means you have to have a relationship with yourself. Discipline. Self-discipline. Learning how to say no to things that hurt you. And take the time to learn more about yourself and discover what you like about yourself and what you don't like. And that's why journaling is such a good thing for so many people. All right, we're going to take a quick break. We're going to come back and we're going to talk more about how, how to attract better people in our lives. So come back. Friend us on Facebook to keep up with what's empowering the world. Voice America Empowerment. Dr. Gary Bell is available for speaking engagements as well as teaching at your seminar or workshop and life coaching via telephone Skype or in person in the Seattle area. Dr. Bell brings his no-nonsense, straight-from-the-hip discussions each week on the show, but it doesn't stop there. Learn about motivation and psychology, one-couple marriage repair, a two-day workshop in Seattle, and more. Visit drgbmft.com today or call Dr. Gary Bell at 951-818-7856. That's drgbmft.com or 951-818-7856. Dr. Connie Mariano is a groundbreaker. She was the White House physician to three presidents, toured the world on Air Force One, and has had countless amazing experiences. The one thing that life didn't prepare her for was becoming a widow. After losing her beloved husband, John, in a tragic accident, Dr. Connie joined the one million women who were widowed in the United States each year. While her journey as a widow has been one of intense grief and sorrow, 
it has also been one of extraordinary growth and rebirth. Now, Dr. Connie is sharing what she's learned, joined by her knowledgeable guests to help anyone struggling with this deeply personal and often lonely journey of their own. Tune into The Widow's Walk, Thursdays at 3 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Friend us on Facebook to keep up with what's empowering the world. Voice America Empowerment. You are tuned in to Dr. Gary Bell's Absurd Psychology. If you have a question for Dr. Gary or his guest, please call in to 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. That's easy enough, but if you want to send an email, it will take some thinking. Got a pen? The email address is drgbmft at sbcglobal.net. Or you can just click on Email Host on the Voice America page. Now, back to Dr. Gary Bell's Absurd Psychology. Welcome back, everybody. All right, we're talking about what we attract. You know, when we deal with low self-confidence or mental health problems like anxiety or depression, our brains trick us into believing that we are unworthy. And it makes us think that the reason we feel anxious is our fault and that we are at fault. We are broken. That's a very dangerous narrative because now we go through life trying to collect biased research to prove that we are at fault and we are broken. Never a good thing to do when you want to focus on negative thinking. If you want to surround yourself with negative people, that's what you will become is negative people. But you don't have to live that way. You need to heal. If you want to heal, you don't just heal on the inside. You have to heal on the outside. That means you surround yourself with people that feed you positivity and goodness. People that make you feel alive and vital. People who understand your love languages. People who match your intellect or challenge your intellect. That is important to have in your life. The next time you feel unworthy, question yourself. Tell yourself you are worthy. You are worth listening to. You're worthy of love. You have knowledge to share. You have wisdom to give. And to attract similar people into your life, make sure you're giving back to the same levels of respect and love that they give to you. You know, start taking small, actionable steps to improve the things that you can change and want to. And for things you can't change, Learn to accept your imperfections. Never forget that nobody's perfect and you're not allowed to be, you're allowed to be flawed. We're all flawed. That's the way of the world. Don't compare yourself to other people. That is stupid. If you're going to compare yourself to other people, we're going to measure up to something that we're not. So we don't, we don't want to be afraid to demand better from people in our life and, and give the example of what better is in your own life. For them, So maybe they will raise the bar in their life and you can influence them in a good way. You know, it's an essential part of attracting people that lifts you to set boundaries and be firm with people. And that means saying no, learning how to say no or learning to tell people what you can do or what you can't do. That teaches people how to love you. That's what boundaries are for, is to teach people how to love you. Whether they respect the boundaries is the lesson that you're going to learn based on how they respond to you setting boundaries. You know, once you've learned to accept yourself 
as you are and realize how worthy of love you are, you can focus on healing and improvement. In other words, what kind of person do you want to be? Set an example in your mind. Put put an image out there in front of you of what that would look like. You know, it's a big question to ask. I know, but it is critical to get to know yourself and work towards the person you want to be if you want to attract people who reflect the better part of you. You know, I know, I know change is scary. You know, as humans, we live in our comfort zone. We want comfort as much as possible, but nothing ever grows in the comfort zone. So if we're going to evolve and expand, we have to challenge ourselves to do that. You know, there's no growth there, no comfort in the in the in the comfort zone. There's there's no comfort there. We want comfort, but we are not going to get it because we are not going to grow. And ultimately, growth is the best comfort you can have in your life. And you also want to take stock of your situation. Are the situations around you presenting you with the signs of healing? And so if you want to change your circumstances, you have to change or heal aspects of yourself internally. And it's certainly far easier to know you need to heal than to go through the process. So remember that you don't have to do it alone. You have a deep-rooted emotional wounds that need healing. You could benefit from talking to a therapist or getting a professional to help you. There's no shame in asking for help. Asking for help to heal is one of the bravest, wisest things you could possibly do. It's also one of the most courageous things you can do for yourself is to actually ask somebody to help you who does that professionally. You also need to create a list of personality traits, actions you admire in other people that you feel would be likely something that you would want to embody. You don't need to change your entire personality. There's nothing wrong with being who you are, but you may find that in particular situations, you act in ways you dislike about yourself as a defense mechanism. So making small changes, like instead of being defensive, be offensive, be curious, be understanding, give give a sense of comfort, give a sense of compassion to people who actually take the time to try to help you. That's a good thing to do in life. That's an act of love. You know, compassion is the act of love. And if you think about life compassionately, you are going to rid yourself steadily and, and, and hopefully, finally, to end your defensiveness. You know, what do you want in life? That's the good question. Uh, personality and behavior aren't the only aspects of your life that attract people, but knowing the direction you want to go in life will really help you attract the people equipped to support you on your journey. What's interesting is if you decided, okay, today I'm going to decide I'm going to be a medical doctor. Guess what? If we commit to that journey and we start going down that journey and we would continue down that path, people are learning how to love us because they know what we want. If people know we want a certain kind of car or a certain kind of job or a certain kind of skill and they know that we're going after it and we've made a decision to commit to doing that, that's the point where we're getting people to love us. What is really hard is understanding that people that have a tough time making decisions have a lack of character. And if they lack the ability to make decisions, they're wishy-washy, it is really hard to learn how to love that kind of person. They're very unpredictable, and it's very, very evasive, and it's really hard to buy them gifts. It's hard to be spend time with them. It's hard to have deep conversations with people who lack the ability to make decisions. 
You know, if you're in a job you hate, for example, you will harbor many negative feelings and resentment. It, to improve this, you need to work out how to improve your situation. I remember having jobs that I didn't like. And the bottom line was I had to go, well, what is this job buying me? Well, it's providing a certain income. I'm able to have this and that, and I'm able to enjoy this on my time at loan. And I'm able to travel. I'm able to do these other things. So look at that and see what your job is buying you. Because sometimes a miserable job is actually delivering enormous amounts of uh, joy and happiness in other areas of your life. So if you only look at the job, you might find yourself in misery. You know, you, you may not be able to give it up, too, because you don't like it, but you can indeed find time outside of your work hours to take step towards acquiring skills to leave it. So if you're on the journey to leave the job, that's a great thing. Why can't you enjoy the journey? Why do you have to stare at outcomes all day long? Outcomes are, are great to have. But unfortunately, the thing about outcomes is they don't happen as often as we want them to. We're so impatient as a society, but we have to learn to understand that life is a process. The process you're in is you just finished, let's say, an argument with your spouse or your children, and it's bad blood right now. Well, it's a process. It's not an outcome. It's just a process. So don't understand that there's more days ahead. There is more healing ahead. There's more opportunity ahead for there to be a better way to communicate with each other. You know, to set goals is an essential component of self-growth. So having goals to uh, work towards gives you purpose in life and allows you to attract people in situations that align with your intentions. I mentioned it before, but journaling is a great way to work out a path to becoming a person you want to be. Start by choosing two or three goals that you want to achieve. These could be about your health, your work life, your relationships, anything you feel is important that you want to improve. And make sure that they are SMART. And SMART is an acronym for Specific, Measurable, Achievable, Realistic, time frame. This will help you narrow precisely what and why you want what you want. Specific, measurable, achievable, realistic time frame. After all goals are achieved through small consistent actions, that is when you want to self-assess. You do not want to jump into life goals and go, okay, I feel like doing this. I feel like doing that. That's what depressed people do. They do what they feel, not what they think. Why don't you for once do what you think and then check in with how you feel? You know, anything hard makes your life better. That's important to understand. Commitment makes your life better. We learn experientially. That's better. That's better than book learning is learning experientially, which is also the scientific method, meaning that there's failure involved in that. And failure is what? It's a lesson. That's all it is. We don't have to make it this big deal that labels us as a failure. That's crazy to live like that. If you make goals that, that aren't passionate, that you're not passionate about or unrealistic to your current situation, you'll find yourself struggling. You have to understand, if you're going to have a goal, you have to have a motivator behind it. What is a motivator? A motivator is an emotion. And it could be jealousy. It could be rage. It could be to prove somebody wrong. It could be... Uh, find uh, investing in having a better future. It could be, oh, what the joy is going to be on the other side of doing this difficult thing. That's important for us to understand. That's important for us to gather that kind of knowledge in our life and learn experientially. 
But we, if we don't have goals, we don't have anything to march for, uh, forward and try to attract. You know, what types of people do we want to attract? What types of situations tend to find you? All right. If you're going to have people that whine or if you're going to have a lot of people that seek you out for your counseling, what you're going to find is you're going to drive yourself nuts. So you want to put yourself in situations that feed you, that teach you, with people who teach you, with people who drive you forward, who people who motivate you, people who have more intellect than you do in certain areas. That's what we want. You know, the people that learn their whole life, that exercise their brain their whole life, usually live a long, long life. You know, if you don't sacrifice for what you want, what you want will be sacrificed. That's important to understand. And some people come into life as blessings, some as lessons. But, you know, happiness will never come to those who don't appreciate what they have first. That's important. You know, ask yourself if you're proud of the person you are today. You know, do you like who you are and what you've accomplished? What are you passionate about? What are your beliefs? What are your purpose? Are you able to make decisions? Are you able to say no to things that are toxic? These are things that we want to surround ourselves with and constantly remind ourselves of. You know, do we know the difference between right and wrong? You know, is the person I am the cause of more harm than good in my life? You know, am I a person that self-defeats right at the point when I could succeed? Yeah, um, you know, we can do that. It's time to get rid of any negativity within you and allow only positive energy so that you can attract great things. The also is, if you're going to do something hard, finish it. Finish it at any cost. Finish it. That's important because it says a lot about who you are as a person. You know, are you, are you a good person who loves yourself? has high principles, understands integrity and values, and follows that? Are you the person that, when you're alone, is the same person that's out there in the world? You know, if you are, and if you have this latent desire for pornography, you're probably going to surround yourself with people that do pornography. You know, that's not always a good thing. You know, if you're afraid of rejection, if you'll attract people with low self-esteem and bullies in your life, if you're afraid of rejection, because that's what they thrive on. They want the squeaky toy so they can squeak, squeak, squeak on it and make you look crazy and make them feel powerful. So if you're afraid of rejection, you're going to attract bullies. You know, if you're unhappy with your life, you're likely to settle for less than you deserve. You know, you want to finally uh, ask more than what you think you deserve. You need to ask for what you are entitled to, what you are made of. And that means you stop giving a discount to every single person in your life. And if you don't believe that your dreams can come true then, and, and, and that, that you are worthy of more, you likely won't see a positive change. If you want to change, it has to come from within. And that, that means you have to be do raw self-assessment that can help you determine what to bring that change about and how to bring it about. You know, knowing yourself will empower you. By accepting who you are, you can become invincible. You know, uh, it, it said that the experience, uh, the experience is the best teacher in life. However, how often do we learn from our mistakes? Not as much as we should have, not as much as we need to. A lot of people are stubborn and they'll make the same mistake over and over, even if it'll drive them to their grave. 
You know, if you're unsuccessful today, it's not that you can never be successful, but you need to stop repeating the same mistakes over and over again. If you want to have a successful relationship or succeed in your life, then you cannot allow fears and emotions to take control of you. What's interesting is a lot of people will choose to live in fear. A lot of people choose fear over faith. Life is faith-based. Leaps of faith. Take a leap of faith. A relationship is a leap of faith. Buying a new car, leap of faith, new job, leap of faith, having children, getting married, buying a house, leaps of faith. It's uh, taking a vacation. It's all leaps of faith. If you put fear into those scenarios, what you're going to do is destroy the experiential opportunity that you've created for yourself. And if you're only staring at the negativity because you're afraid of the change you're making in your life and you're looking for all the possible disasters to happen, and I'm sure you'll find plenty of evidence to lead you to that, then we're probably not going to make a lot of strong choices in life. And that's unfortunate. If you're not a strong person, if you're a pragmatic person, you're not very attractive. People that are decisive are attractive. People who try to do good things are attractive. You know, how how sexy is it to be around somebody who's in fear all the time, who's predicting disasters all the time? Is that sexy? No, it's not a sexy. If you want to be an unattractive person, be a negative person and see what happens. You know, you want to discern which things and people aren't positive reinforcements in your life and make the necessary changes. If there are people that you love, the people that, that you support, measure the amount of time and the quality of intention you have with that person, meaning that, hey, I may have to spend time with this person, but I don't have to take them in personally. I can allow them to have their own experience and their own perceptions, and I do not have to own that. They own that, not me. You know, carry out daily self-care things. Determine your progress in developing better behavior. For instance, if you earn a lot of money, but have nothing to show for it, maybe time to review your spending behavior and make a budget that you can live with. Perhaps increase your savings and investment goals and let the past be where you learned the lesson and make your future where you apply the lesson. These are important things to think about when we're trying to change our life and when we're trying to find a, a sense of attractiveness. You know, the other thing is, is putting ourselves into places and groups and networks where we meet people that have other resources than our own. Maybe you find, stumble across somebody that owns a yacht or somebody that has a vacation home or somebody that has resources that you may not have that can invite you into those places that they have and then you can gain experience and maybe you can gain the wherewithal to add those type of things into your own life. You know, many times you, you, you think you deserve less because of your limitations. But if we sit around staring at our limitations, we're not likely to surround ourselves with a life of great strength and great resources. We have this great opportunity in our lives to make our life as positive and influential as possible. Don't let it pass without that. All right, we're going to take another break. We're going to come back. We're going to discuss more ways to improve ourselves and what we attract. So come back. Change your world. Change your life. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Dr. Gary Bell is available for speaking engagements as well as teaching at your seminar or workshop and life coaching via telephone Skype or in person in the Seattle area. Dr. Bell brings his no-nonsense, straight-from-the-hip discussions each week on the show, but it doesn't stop there. Learn about motivation and psychology. 
one couple marriage repair, a two-day workshop in Seattle, and more. Visit drgbmft.com today or call Dr. Gary Bell at 951-818-7856. That's drgbmft.com or 951-818-7856. Stuck in a state of being that holds us back from creating the life we truly desire. Regardless of your own blocks or limitations, imagine an easier way to get unstuck and move forward with your life. On this show, Jason Hopkins shares his practical next right step approach that will move you toward the life you really want. You too can be steps from getting the abundance, love, support, and fulfillment your heart desires. Get unstuck. Move forward with your life with Jason Hopkins. Tuesdays at 9 a.m. on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are tuned in to Dr. Gary Bell's Absurd Psychology. If you have a question for Dr. Gary or his guest, please call in to 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. That's easy enough, but if you want to send an email, it will take some thinking. Got a pen? The email address is drgbmft at sbcglobal.net. Or you can just click on Email Host on the Voice America page. Now, back to Dr. Gary Bell's Absurd Psychology. Welcome back, everybody. We're talking about what we attract. You know, if you put your mind to it that you deserve less, you'll... Always attract less. You know, if, uh, knowing you deserve better is also not enough. You, you need to stop allowing yourself to settle for less. If you want to do that, you have to take action. You have to say, hey, I deserve better. I want to live a life of quality, not quantity. I want to have quality in my life. You need to truly and honestly believe that that is what you need. And then you develop actionable strategies to make that happen in almost any experience that you have. You have to believe in your self-worth and fight for greatness. That is our essence in life. For instance, some people believe they deserve better pay at their jobs, but how many of them actually do something to prove they deserve it? You know, how many of them have gone the extra mile to improve themselves and show their worth? How many of them have gone back to school to get an education that might give them a step up? Things like furthering their studies, always maintaining a clean record with high performance, you know, taking few personal or sick days, taking other people, not taking other people for granted, staying late to finish a project or picking up a few extra shifts just to help other people out. That shows teamwork. That's a good sign. That doesn't mean we have to do it all the time, but when we do it, we want to do it and do it purposefully. You know, life isn't easy for anyone. We always have to maintain perspective and confidence in our abilities. But if you want to get what you deserve, start acting like you deserve it. Believe that you are destined for greatness and you will receive it. But you have to put that in your mind. You know, it's a possibility that you are what you attract because you do not align your thoughts with your own desires. And your desires come from your soul. That is your purpose in life. And that is where your passions come from. And that is how we help other people. You know, in Rick Warren's book, uh, A Purpose Driven Life, the first line in it is so important. It's not about you. That's the point. 
We improve our life, not just to be selfish. We improve our life so that we can help influence other people's lives. That's the point, that we come in and we offer something to them that they need. And we took the time to learn that thing in order for them to get what they need. That's important. You know, it all boils down to you. Can you take a bad thing and turn it into a testimony? Of course. That's what we need to do in life. Turn things around, take the lesson, and becomes your testimony. Become resilient, not responsive. Not just anger and sit in emotions and make decisions while you're upset. You want to make decisions when you're ready to respond. That's how we get resilient. You know, are you wondering why your relationships don't succeed? Do you ever look at yourself and say, hey, what am I doing? Instead of going what they did or what you did, do what do this one thing. Look at yourself and go what I did and stay there. Talk about what I did, what I am doing. That is going to be responsible. That is going to have a voice because that means you're willing to change, you're willing to adapt, and you're willing to challenge. And that is attractive feature in someone who likes to have growth in their life. The problem is that we never want to think that we want uh, might be the reason for a failed relationship. You know, it's easier to blame people for our shortcomings. But if you want to land in a happy relationship, you need to be honest with yourself first. And a lot of people aren't. They're delusional, and then they avoid conflict, and then they do this passive-aggressive stuff where they blow up at people at, at, at just random times and make everybody crazy because they never know when they're going to blow up again. You know, don't be too proud to admit your flaws, especially to yourself. The minute that you own your responsibilities is the moment you are ready to change. But as long as you're trying to change for someone else, you won't own it. You have to do it for yourself if you're going to change. Some people believe in change but never put any efforts towards achieving it. But change does not occur naturally. You need to put more effort into changing your beliefs and attitude and redirect them towards finding a successful relationship, a successful partner in your life, someone who rises above, someone who inspires you. That's what you want to have in a partner, not somebody who has more problems than you do. And then you have to sit around and solve their problems instead of your own. And the fact is, is that your problems are contributing just as much as they are. You know, uh, like attracts like. You are what you attract because like attracts like. In other words, you always find yourself attracted to people with the same personality traits as you have. If you're a pleasant person, you'll attract happy people. However, there's nothing that connects you. It may not be possible to be friends. There also has to be a common denominator that brings two of you together. If you're looking for an affectionate partner, you must be an affectionate partner too. You know, if you want a caring, hardworking person, then you have to awaken those traits within yourself for searching for your better self half. You know, self-confidence is also essential in, in ensuring and achieving whatever possible vibes you put out there. That's important. But another factor that's really important is your mindset. You know, negativity results in negative results. So if you set your mind to failure, you'll fail. Conversely, people who radiate positive tend to attract people with the same level of energy and drive. So here in a relationship, one person goes down, I feel sad, I feel depressed, whatever, they're down, they're down, they're down, and they're victims, and the world is awful, and all this stuff, and I hate my job. 
La da 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 da. Okay. Okay. Where does the other partner go? Where they go is I have faith. It's going to get better. We're going to have a better day. We're going to get through this. This is going to be fine. That is the law of attraction. You're pulling the person up. That's your job in a relationship. You don't go to where they are and just sit there in misery. You're just going to drive more misery. You know, you also want to shield your mind from negativity and focus on positivity. Even with life changing, always find a way to remain positive and happy. You have a choice to make regarding the direction of your thoughts. Mindfulness can play a role in this. If you want greatness in your life, choose to be happy. Always find something positive, even in your darkest days. Grateful people are magnetic. We hear so few people in life. Be grateful. You can be grateful for anybody, even people on the opposite side of your politics, even people on on the other side of your spectrum of thinking. It's important for us to be grateful for anything good in anybody. That's an important aspect of living, folks. And we don't ever want to forget that because that's what makes us better humans. You know, just as you might let go of your past, you may need to let go of your future. You know, why not just live? Why not just be? Why not be without a future and without a past and just be there? Can you do that? Wouldn't that be amazing? No longer you have to set yourself up with what's going to be down the road and what I did in the past. Now there's no such thing as guilt and shame if you could just live in the now. And that's the meaning of life is learning how to connect today in this moment right now with the person in front of me or the environment I'm in. This doesn't mean you give up your dreams, but you need to tone down your ideals and get rid of your obsession with perfection. Perfection is a way to drive yourself absolutely crazy. All of the Axis One diagnoses in the, 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 the Diagnostic Manual for Mental Health Part 5 is that you are trying to control things you're try- you can't control. All the symptoms of each of those diagnoses is your particular brand of trying to control things you cannot control. That's why you have the psychosis. That's why you have depression. That's why you have OCD. That's why you have anxiety. All these wonderful Axis One diagnoses are based on the need to control things you cannot control. The symptoms are your coping skills. Do you need medication or do you need to change your mind? I'd probably say both. But changing your mind is probably going to change a whole lot of things. Now, let's just think about this. If you were dropped in the middle of a jungle in a third world country, naked, would you survive in the mindset you have? Depression, anxiety, OCD, guess what? Those are first world problems. If you live in a third world country, you can't afford to be depressed. You you can't afford to be anxious. You have to survive every day of your life. But we in third and first world countries can afford to have depression, can afford to have anxiety, can afford to have first world problems, financial issues. Come on, guys. We need to pull ourselves up by our bootstraps. If you're living in a first world country as a first world person, that's great from an intellect perspective because you have tons of intellect available. But also we have too much time on our hands because of technology and that leads us into very destructive places. And so we have to be very mindful of what our brain is doing with our life. 
That's important because our brain is attracting. If you want to be a depressed person, you're going to attract depressed people. If you're going to be an anxious person, you're going to attract anxious people. If you're going to be an OCD person, you're going to attract OCD people. That's crazy. It's a crazy maker. And so we have to understand that, that, that we have to understand that the features that we don't like about ourselves, we need to work on them. And that's why therapy can be such an important thing in people's lives. It also, you know, the, the law of attraction applies to almost anything in your life, whether it's good or bad. All aspects of our lives are influenced by the power of attraction, including our romantic relationships, our careers, our, 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 our experiences, our friends. You know, you want to wonder, what, why am I attracting what I'm attracting these days? Using the law of attraction, you believe to attract what you want or do not want. So make an assessment. What am I attracting? What am I attracting? What am I bringing out in other people? What am I doing to bring toxic people into my life? What am I doing to go into toxic environments in my life? You, you will also attract your future promotion. If you set your mind on it, you'll attract the kind of person you want to be with. If you put your mind to it, you know, it's important that you have in the same way, if you're stuck in a hostile place, perhaps focused on your fears or doubts, those will come to you out as a person as well. And so, you know, if we're going to be self-assured, it's essential to attract what you are. Don't surround yourself with people that are not self-assured because then you're going to be having to be the one that comforts them rather than them be a resource for you. Also, your doubt will shine through if your thoughts are not as strong or determined as they could be. People that live in the will, I will do this, are much more effective people than people, oh, I'm going to try, I'll try, I'll try. I'll try. Try is a backdoor. It's the most worthless word in the English language. Why don't you live your life as I will or I won't? I will or I won't. Just commit. If you like to change your mind, change your mind. But commit. If you're going to be married, will or won't. Don't try to be married. If, if you're going to have children, will or won't. If you're going to have a job, will or won't. If you're going to have finances that you take on, buying a house, will or won't, debt, will or won't, changing your life, will or won't, working out, will or won't. That's the way we have to live as people. If you are a will person, you're going to attract will people. That is important in life. And that is what we want to manifest. And that's what we want to focus on. We start wanting the same thing too desperately. We try to keep our thoughts in check. But as a result, we become hyper-focused and fixated. And that's never a good thing. Never a good thing. So we, if we want to live a long, 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 long life, we have to set those goals and use those goals as a way to focus on the law of attraction of what we want to bring into our life. All right, that's our show. Thanks for listening. I love hearing from you. You can do that at voiceamerica.com, uh, the Empowerment Channel, Dr. Gary Bell's Absurd Psychology. Now remember, if you're naturally kind, you will attract everything you don't want. Also, if a man is talking in the forest and no woman is around, is he still wrong? Also, if, if a brain were advertised as an app, a lot more people would start using it. Also, the day you amaze yourself, you will likely be the same day you leave your keys in the refrigerator. Thanks for listening, everybody. That's our show for this week. 
Please join Dr. Gary Bell for another edition of Absurd Psychology next Tuesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Now go impress your friends and family with what you've learned today and have them tune in next week so they can be almost as smart as you. We'll be right back. 